Hey y'all, I'm so glad to be back. A lot's happened since 2019, but the biggest change, I moved to Buffalo, New York. The holidays, the whirlwind that's moving across a whole last country. It took me a minute to get all my recording gear and my setup, well, set up. I'm still not quite there yet, but nothing's ever perfect anyway. So here I am, and here's something new for you to listen to. This episode is Vintage HGP. It's the live recording of the launch party I had for my podcast back in December. My friends Kayla and Britton from the podcast Village Vibes hosted a live taping of their show at my launch party. I was the guest on that episode, and we talked about how high good people came to be, the making of the first couple episodes, my vision for this here podcast, and a lot about the indie podcast hustle in general. Let's listen. All right, how's everybody doing? Woo, give yourselves a round of applause, a full circle. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. Bring it in, bring it in. Listen, I just have to say this before we begin. Y'all are all so damn fine. Mm-hmm. Y'all look so good. Y'all came in here dressed, hair done, fades done, ready for, for winter, okay? It brings joy to my spirit because it took everything to get my ass out the house today, okay? Because this depression and seasonal affective disorder is very real. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. Welcome. So, welcome. <laughs> I am Britton. I'm Kayla. And we are Village Vibes Podcast. Mm-hmm. So, we've been in the game for about three years now. Uh, we have, we're almost near, we're, we're about, we have about 100 episodes out. You can hear us on all the platforms. I don't really want to go through all of them, but if you need to, we can talk. We can talk about it later. You know what I'm saying? The important um, ones are Spotify. Uh-huh. And Apple Podcasts. Yep. Not that the rest are not important, but... Y'all know where to find podcasts. We don't have to do this. (laughs) You better if you're here. So, yes, we, uh, we've been, we, we, we started out in a, in her old living room, Mm -hmm. didn't have no idea, no clue about sound, nothing, Jesus, Mm -hmm. okay? And so, we've somehow managed to work our way up to X-Ray FM, now recording out of a studio, um, and one of our, yeah! have a whole bunch of hosting gigs out here trying to do the thing um so for us this is all actually like our, our relaunch because like i said very it, things in life have happened and it has caused us to take a break so we thank y'all for showing up one of the things we like to really focus on on this show is making sure that the voice of the community is heard we mm-hmm. want to make sure that we are bringing light to voices that just just aren't checked on that nobody taps on their shoulders to hear and so we've been fortunate to have some brilliant voices on on our platform and we're really grateful for that and we want to include you all in that too because it takes a village. Mm-hmm. Wow, that was so beautiful. I know, right? I know. Let me gather my hair. I have nothing prepared. I just showed up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, like Britton said, we've been around for three years. We um, we have a. It's taken us a long time, but we've developed a, a skeleton of our show. So we have a few different segments that we talk about every week. We try to put out weekly episodes, um, but like Britton said, this is our relaunch, mm-hmm. which Six is relaunch of. Sixth relaunch of 2019. It's 2019. Everybody been, been struggling. Y'all know what's been going on yeah. out here. It's been a okay? long year. So... <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> I, was, I was looking for gas money yesterday. Okay, the struggle's real. Oh okay. <laughs> well, per- really personal. It's I had to ask Kay. No, I, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. It is. It's, it's been a long year. But anyway, we're here. And um, we're excited to be here with Tierra. We want, I, I still, we still get a little surprised when people want to fuck with us. We're like, oh, really? Okay, yeah, we'll show up. <laughs> yes, you like us? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I didn't think we said anything right. meaningful. So, uh. <laughs> um, you know, we're just here to kick it with her, really, and to hear more about high good people. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way our show normally works is we, um, 
really a lot of what the show is is just talking about our own experiences as POC in Portland. Because um, as we know, hopefully sitting in this room, it's, it's an experience. Uh, and it's something that we felt like we wanted a space to talk about. And in that, we decided we should share this space, too, with other people who are in Portland who have an experience and, um, and want to speak on it. So uh, we start with our Bay of the Week. Yes. <laughs> I know. I feel like we need sound. I know. Effects. I was. I wanted the musical cues and everything. I was requesting too much. We had too much in our rider. I guess you know what I'm saying. I'm saying we, I want white M and M's. The white ones? I know. I just, That's the one. Something came to my mind. That's child. okay. I was trying to do something. Also, you know. M and M's are trash. Anyway. Um, okay. The soft sweet tarts. Those are delicious. What are the those? Small ones. Oh. Oh, the chewy ones. The chewy ones. Oh. Oh. Whoa. 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 whoa, whoa. Flames, everybody. Okay. I caught the spirit on that one. Yeah. I my head back. Those come in a three pack. Like a, a Halloween pack, time? little tiny ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. anywho, anyway, Bay of the Week. Where were we? Bay of the Week. <laughs> so, um, Bay of the Week is a segment that we do where really we just pick a person or a thing that, um, that so, has made an impression on us that yeah. week. It's like an and excellence it, of the week. Right, exactly. So, a bay can be anything, anyone. Um, I remember one week my bay was my Columbia sportswear jacket because it had been raining so much. Um, other weeks, you know, we've picked ourselves <laughs> as bays. <laughs> my bay is me because... Fuck all these people. And I deserve. You know? okay. Yes. <laughs> and nobody is out here doing what I'm doing. You will never understand. <laughs> so, so, go ahead. That's what we're coming to you with today. We're starting it with the, the first uh, outline of the show, which mm-hmm. is Bay of the Week. And our Bay of the Week is... Da, 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 da. Tierra Darnell. Give her an applause. And all of the people associated with high good people. Woo! Okay. Hey. I know. You really got we me on you. that one. Listen, I have to tell you. I have to tell you. You're my. I, I'll start with why you're my bay of the mm-hmm. week. Um, you're my bay of forever, first and foremost, because long time bay. First and foremost, this is my DC native. Hey. Okay. We both from DC Mambo and we connected. Go 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 you just light up. You just know how to just come together and unify. You talk about U Street. You talk about everything. So um, one City. is that. Chocolate Two, City. you've been a consistent. Um, you've been consistent with your support. You've been mm-hmm. consistent with ideas, and you've you've gone on to do what you said you would do. When we first met, you were talking about doing this podcast and launching this podcast, and here is where we are today. And mm-hmm. you've done it beautifully. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You did it. You took the time that you needed to take, okay? And you did the editing. You have the quality down. You got all of the, the, the connections, the transitions that you wanted. It yeah. is so well done. If you have not heard this podcast, Hi, Good People, you have to go listen. It's it is so important so what Tierra is saying mm-hmm. about the, particularly the, the POC experience as it uh, pertains to the cannabis industry. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So thank you for that. Yes. Round of applause. <laughs> Come through. I appreciate you because um, you really take the time out. I really feel like you're a community leader and that you like really are constantly um, uplifting and promoting and supporting local artists and creators and entrepreneurs. So, you know, for Britton and I, like that's a blessing because we're always looking for like some form of mentorship. And um, especially when we met last night or the other night, I really felt I was like, damn, she like really, really cares and really invests like. 
There's nobody in Portland like Tierra. I mean, there's nobody like Tierra in general ever in the world. And we, I just appreciate like the way that you approach these things and and the mindset that you have to be so inclusive and thoughtful about about everyone that it's going to impact. It's um, it's really inspired me. I know that. Yeah. Well, thank y'all and so much. It's gotten much. me motivated because you know what we've been through, and you and like you said, the the indie podcast hustle is hustle is very real, mm-hmm. and it is be. Because of you, you are one of the people who really makes sure that we stay on top of our on top of our toes. You know what I mean, and keep pushing forward. Because sometimes we need that. I mean, right. that's what's most important about what we're doing is that people really do make an effort to to check in on you, to make sure that you're doing well, to motivate you, to inspire you. And Tierra is one of those people, and we do that for each other. So blessings, so pun blessings. You're here. Yes, thank you, thank okay. you. Okay, one more time for Tierra. There will be a couple more times, but, you know. And I would just say that I would be remiss if I didn't shout out the Racist Sandwich podcast, which if you guys yes. have heard it, like, you know, also that was one. one of the earliest inspirations that I had to do a podcast. And it's been so amazing to see how they have taken that from something that was kind of like what you guys said, just starting out, not really sure about audio, just had an idea and how much that's blossomed. And um, the people who have been a part of it, Soleil's, I hear... Um, Alan, uh, Juan, Stephanie, everybody's just doing big things. And I just think that is, um, I don't know, like a case study of how amazing the Portland creative community is and Mm -hmm. what we can do. Yes, I agree. That's such a good podcast. Yeah. Um, Okay, so the next part of our show. (laughs) um, I want to actually ask, does anyone out there have a Bay of the Week that they want to shout out? If you feel it, like it's if you me. Feel it Everybody's like, it's me. If it's me, say me. If it's you, raise your hand. Mm-hmm. Go on now. It, yeah, that's right. Hey. We see you back. Ah, there we see you. Yep. <laughs> it can Shout be out. your dildo. It could be, it could be, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> what, whatever. Maybe it's your pet. I know that's, that wasn't a great transition. Okay. Oh. Yes. Getting that reporter together. Okay. She, <laughs> her finger game was on point. I thought I was watching an episode of Love Head Bop. I, I didn't know what was going on. White pantsuit, babe. Listen, I don't hate nobody. Stop running your mouth around here, okay? You didn't hear me say that. She was such a gangster about it, you know? I just really got into that. Shout out to love. Can I also shout out my bae, Adam, in the back there? Thank you so much. Shout out to bae. Thank you. I'm currently on a hunt for a bae, so, you know, if you know anyone. Nice. about me. Nice. Okay. So the next part of our show is generally a segment that we call um, What We Learn. And we just talk about something that week that inspired us or that enlightened us in some way. Um, And then our segment following that is Village Thoughts. And Village Thoughts is when we, um, if we like to try to have guests on as often as possible, um, because that is one of our things is making sure that silence voices are heard on the forefront. Um, so obviously, for this episode, we're going to be doing Village Thoughts with Tierra. <laughs> you vocalized that um, horn I'm so, so well. You know, and, oh, oh, wait. You're I so need, talented. Hold on, Tierra. Can you do something real quick? What? Hold can on. we re-intro you? You have to go back out. Oh, oh right, right, right. All right. There's a musical okay. thing. And so we have a guest coming to the stage. You all know her as the illustrious, the magnificent, the talented, the magistra of words. I don't know if that's the word. Magistra. Uh, <laughs> give it up for Tierra Darnell. You know what? Fuck that last season. That was absolute garbage. I was so was. upset about that. Just- but- 
a little backstory. We were at Tiara's house, and we had asked, what are you going to wear? And so she pulled out this fur number, and we were like, okay, Arya Stark. And so we were talking about intro music, and we were like, well, if you wear the vest, we got to do the Game of Thrones yeah, intro. Either way, we're still going to do it. Yeah. yeah. So Arya just, Black, everybody. Didn't work Arya out. Black. Just so there's a connection there for you. Okay. That was okay. the longest intro ever. I was like, that's a long time. Okay, so we're back. But it you was. notice they changed like, the houses and the scenes that's pretty dope. Okay, like yes, when the yes, show was changed. Yeah, but it was a great intro. It was just like six minutes long. And I was yeah. like, girl. The whole thing was like, a little. You can't take it was all my story like this. And then they want to shut the, the show down mm-hmm. all early and stuff. All right. Anywho. Um, <laughs> Not what we're here for. <laughs> Again, sorry. I made it about me. Um, so we have a few questions for you. Okay. I have a few answers. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, Kayla's going to go ahead and do that for you, baby. Oh, I'm going to ask the question? Is that what you're uh, Yeah, saying? you're going to start it off, Okay. This, it's the coffee and the weed. Woo! The combination. <laughs> um, okay. So I want to start by asking what, where your inspiration for High Good People came from and why the audio route. Like, why not do, like, a blog or something else? I mean, clear, if you've listened to the show, like, the research is crazy. I'm like, it's like fact, 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 fact. I'm like, ah, <laughs> that's a lot of information to intake. Um, but yeah, where did your inspiration come from? Like, where did this start? This started at a university that shall not be named, but <laughs> graduate school. And I had a class with uh, a woman who's just been a great mentor to me. Her name's Emily Harris. And some of you might know her. She used to... Uh, be the host of Think Out Loud, but she also is a producer for the podcast Reveal from the Center for Investigative Journalism. And so I had a class with her. She was a guest lecturer at this university, and she encouraged me and the other students in my class to do a project in a medium that we weren't comfortable with. And at the time, for me, that was audio. And so I thought, like, okay, I'm going to jump out on the deep end and do an audio story And that was the first time I'd ever done anything audio. And what I produced was so transformational for me that I really thought, well, I don't care about visual storytelling as much anymore. Like, I want to do audio storytelling. And so that's really where the seed for podcasting and audio storytelling began was in that class and under her guidance. Mm -hmm. And um, at the time, I was also supplementing my income and free time with working at a dispensary, Pharma. Shout out to Pharma in Southeast Portland. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was a bud tender there. And when the time came for me to figure out a graduate project, I thought, like, how can I do something that pushes me in the direction of audio, that brings together my experience working in cannabis, but that also will do something to bring the voices of people who have been affected by the war on drugs Mm. or who are newly coming into the industry. Sometimes that's both. Um, How can I do something that really adds to the media landscape, these stories that I don't see Mm. enough uh, locally or nationally? And so that's sort of how High Good People came together. And Mm. the first episode is still out there. If you haven't heard it, it it's still out there. I don't tend to draw as much attention to it because you can definitely (laughs) tell I was just starting out when you listen to that versus like where I am now. We tell people all the time, don't listen to our old shit. One through 30. Just don't do it. Don't do it. Wow, because uh, yeah. where we started. The journey okay. was real. Okay. <laughs> the journey was real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it took a long time. And I mean, I think that first episode came out, and maybe I guess it must have been like 2017, maybe March of 2017, I think. Mm-hmm. And so here we are now, like almost two years later. Yeah. And it's just been a learning experience every single month. And 
I beat myself up for a long time. This podcast wasn't out sooner, but it does feel like it came out ex- exactly the right time, like right. when it was supposed to. So. I just really want to quickly say, you just sc- scrolled over that bud tender piece. Weren't you, you were like bun- bud tender of the year or something for 2017? That is like true. Like some big yes. shit. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Don't just, don't even, just let that yeah. roll off. I'm still <laughs> waiting on my on. letter from the governor of congratulations for that. She hasn't said anything. So Kate Brown, if you're listening. Hey, get on up. it. Okay, you can you educate up. me a little bit more on how you even received that award and like what mm. that means? Because I know nothing. It John Snow. Was <laughs> nice. That was full circle. That was that cute. was very full circle. <laughs> You're talented. Okay. Yeah. I keep telling y'all, stop playing with me. <laughs> okay, Nancy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate anybody. <laughs> <laughs> we will. Um, what was? It? How did I wait? What? Like, tell like, me how do you about get how do you get that award? Like, oh what, yeah. What, what, is, what exactly in is are the details or what all entails around that that position? Like, well, what do you do? Well, for people who don't know what a bud tender is, kind of like a barista but for weed so you go to a Mm -hmm. dispensary and you're looking at i don't know 15 20 different types of cannabis flower and then there's all these edibles and they got patches and they got just orange juice infused orange juice shout out to infused orange juice Um, mimosas are on point so (laughs) um but yeah so i I started doing that yeah you should get some (laughs) yeah actually i have some where's my purse somebody it's in there somewhere (laughs) bring me my purse i did bring some (laughs) Is there a lavender one? <laughs> it's somewhere around here. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, so I just happened to give very excellent customer service to someone who walked in, and it turns out that person was a writer for Leafly, and mm. they were just blown away by my can of nerddom and all the things that I told them about what they were buying. And, uh, you know, a few months later, I was surprised to see my name there. Yeah. Damn. So it just comes down to customer service, like being that's a nice so person. Good. That's dope. <laughs> Be a nice Get person that gets you far. <laughs> Listen, I, well then, can you transfer some of that onto me? Because I swear I'm nice to everybody, and I just keep getting kicked in the nuts, and I'm really tired. That's not true. He's garbage. <laughs> people, I've seen it. <laughs> I'm playing around. Thank you, for, thank you for, for for sharing that. I really genuinely did not mm-hmm. know what any what, what that at all uh, detailed. So I, yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah, I appreciate that. So continuing to move along with with this side with uh, how you built the podcast. One of the things I wanted to ask as we as we, as we were discussing, um, how do you feel seeing the growth of the industry now, understanding the history of it? Mm-hmm. The cannabis industry, yes, specifically? Um, particularly with uh, people of color. Mm-hmm. You know, the incarceration of people for for uh, for just holding a bag. People have gotten sentenced to years in jail, and now to see the industry explode and be kind of taken over and taxed and Lucrative basically uh, and all, yeah. capitalized on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that we have a long way to go. And even I know pretty recently a lot of people were putting a lot of high hopes on um, on um, (laughs) Illinois and like their new legislation because it is the most equity centric of all the states. And they're the first state, I think, to do it, to include an equity part in the beginning of passing legislation, not afterwards. It's not an afterthought. And so that's kind of interesting just because um, it hasn't been done before. But also come January 1st, that's when recreational or adult use sales start. And even like the black community there is kind of slamming the brakes a little bit because like, oh, you guys said you were going to do this. Oh, you said you were going to do that. And it's not happening. And so I think that there's a lot of good intentions out there, but good intentions do not override decades, centuries of discrimination, Mm -hmm. racism, 
white supremacy, all the things that go along with dominant culture. Right. And so that's really something that's going to take a long time um, for us to overcome. And that's just not, not just in cannabis, that's just in general mm-hmm. with any name, any topic, any subject, any place in the world, you can't escape that. And so I do think that we have a long way to go. That said, you know, we can all make a difference in that. And this really comes to like holding people accountable. Are you going to your uh, local community meetings where they're talking about cannabis policy on a regular basis? Are you paying attention to what's going on nationally? Are you supporting candidates who talk about um, the reform, social justice reforms that are needed? Like all of these things, cannabis is not whether you consume it or not you are affected by it no matter what right and so we all have a stake in this and i think if i leave here telling anybody anything it's just to be aware of what's going on and really supporting people who who put action behind common sense words regarding Mm. cannabis legalization in that you had mentioned accountability i feel like we're like really in a new age especially with social media and having access to any information you know like we are in an age in which there is a it's common for our culture to hold people accountable. I'm wondering, like, how do you feel about the opportunities for people of color in the cannabis industry? Because the cannabis industry really only flourished when it became legalized, right? And but it oh, it was flourishing before that, right? Yes, absolutely. Yes, yeah. But it became like a money making opportunity. But I feel like it it was unique in that it was something that exploded at a time when like we were already talking about. Um, like things for the culture and how we how we hold white people accountable, et cetera, et cetera. So, do you feel like there's a bigger platform for people of color in cannabis now, like or like how do you feel about the opportunities for POC in can in the cannabis industry? I think you have to build your own platform, mm. like and come with your tools and come with your community because there's a lot of opportunity that's there, but mm-hmm. people don't just give you opportunities; you have to make them for yourself, and that's just with anything. Right. So, like, high good people wouldn't exist if I wasn't indignant about something yeah. and I'm indignant about a lot of things on a regular basis. So that actually fuels my creative energy. And I was just joking with a friend the other day that, you know, I'm moving to Buffalo cause I'm tired of being indignant with the same people. So now I'm going to go find new people to get upset with, you know? Yeah. So yeah. we'll see what comes out of that. Yeah. I find that uh, so intriguing because uh, what we're discussing now, you actually uh, covered this on, was that episode one, the episode with Portia? Yeah. Was that, was Portia? that was episode one. Um, <laughs> yeah, was, everybody clap for Portia. She's amazing. I, yeah. I was just so, I was just blown away at her resilience and her mm-hmm. ability. Population of one, one in Sumter, Oregon. I I just couldn't handle it. Like, I, I walk around Portland every day just, I'm like, ah, freaking out, you know. And, and there's more, peop- more people of color here than in Sumter. I just, I, I'm curious to know, because you were there with her in person, mm-hmm. looking into her eyes, having genuine conversation and spending mm-hmm. time with her. Mm-hmm. What was it? What do you think it was about her that kept her there and that made her go out there and just work so hard to, to, to build the coffee, coffee pot, coffee, the coffee pot, pot, the coffee pot yes. shop? Yes. I mean, dealing with the legislation, dealing with the law, all of that, dealing with, you know, people saying uh, uh, pushing up against her. You know what I mean? What, what, what was that experience like? I think that anybody who knows Portia knows that she's a very strong willed individual and that she she doesn't suffer fools. And I think when you have thick, thick skin like that and you have a vision and you have um, that Chicago hustle or you're just black, you just got hustle, like no matter what, because we just have hustle and we just do it and do it and do it and do it. 
there was no way that she was going to be stopped, especially when she had the law on her side yeah. mm-hmm. and lawyers who were going to fight to make this happen. Fear an educated black woman. That's all I'm going to say. Because <sighs> just, yes, yes. I just, I was so inspired because she, she it just sounded like she had so much opposition uh, against her. And so I just, I was like, how is she doing this? Like, how is she taking, how is she literally taking the lemons and making lemonade? Mm-hmm. Like, how is she still finding the the the, the light at the mm-hmm. strength the light at the end of the tunnel she found like the lesson out of all of these hardships and like just hearing her I'm like I believe her mm-hmm. I'm like does she have a bad day because this is really <laughs> on top of it like I, yeah she you know I don't I don't it wasn't definitely not a bad day when we were there but there have definitely been some speed bumps along the way um, and I think that she said it best you know even though she's out there by herself she's not alone because she stays connected with her friends and her family and when you have people who support you and I know this to be true for myself regardless of whether you are in Sumter Oregon Wars is at Morocco Portland Oregon Washington DC your tribe is there for you Mm -hmm. and they will not let you fall even when you have a bad day and she has that around her and she is just a phenomenal woman and someone who even, I mean, I am so close to that episode. Obviously, I made it. I produced it. I scored it. I did everything with that episode. And I still think about it. And whenever I talk about her, I'm still in awe of her. I just never met anybody like her. And when there's days where I feel like I can't do something, or even in the beginning when I thought about moving to Buffalo and I was like, the fuck Buffalo? <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> it's so freaking cold. And that's like the Midwest of the East Coast, and then I thought about Portia, and was just like, I can do this. She can do this. I can do this. Right. Population one, honey. Yeah. Population one. Mm-mm. So, like, thinking about, you know, like, Portia's story, what were some of your speed bumps, or what were some of the things that you came up against in trying to get high good people heard? Because, you know, it's, I'm sure, I know it wasn't easy. So, talk about, like, what some of those challenges were and how you moved through them the way you did. I think the biggest challenge is still a challenge, mm-hmm. and that is having a team. Like when you listen to podcasts like, you know, The Daily or Reveal, or I don't know, like think of the podcasts you listen to, the ones that are really well produced. Do you listen to the credits at the end? Do you hear how many people have touched that episode just to make that one thing happen? And so when you're one person and you have an idea to do something and you want it to be really good, you pour yourself into it, but that doesn't happen in a day. It doesn't happen in a week. It may not happen in a month. And in my case, two really good episodes took me two years to make. And I beat myself up a lot for that because I'm like, wow, two years, like that's a really long time. And then after the first episode came out, even though it's so different than all the other ones, I felt all this pressure to deliver something that was going to be even better than the first thing. And to have, you know, I think I wanted 12 episodes in the first season and I was going to have sponsors and I was going to have a website and a Patreon and a GoFundMe and then... I sort of lost sight of the fact that this was a passion project and that I wasn't trying to, yes, of course, it would be amazing to monetize this and to actually get paid to do this uh, and to be able to afford to pay other people to help me, but I'm not there yet. And I don't honestly know if I will ever get there with high good people. There's a lot of work that goes into getting people just to notice you. It's not enough for them to just listen. Like somebody with money has to be like, yes, I believe in you. I want to invest in you. That person is out there. I don't know where they are. Maybe one of you do. And if you do, (laughs) you got my number. I'm sitting up here right now. Like, let me know. 
But I came to a point maybe about, I would say maybe in like August or so of this year, where I just sort of realized that this is not about money for me. I want these stories to be out there because I want people to know about Portia, about whether there were marijuana as races. I want people to hear the conversation that I had with my dad about Mm -hmm. me working in the industry because that's real. And when you listen to podcasts and the news on a regular basis, it's all so polished and every word is picked over and thought about. It's scripted. It's people who know nothing about the experience of being a black woman or a person of color asking about those experiences. And you don't really, I, I just imagine if I were, you know, not who I am, if I had gone out to Sumter, would I have gotten the same interview with Portia? Would she have been so open with me could we have talked about our struggles finding hair products could we have talked about you know the need to make sure that you have the right feminine products and all of those things when you're living somewhere far out like that there's a lot of things that we really connected over that I just don't know if anyone else could have gotten that same interview and so Mm -hmm. when I think about it that way this is more to me it's bigger to me than money but it does take money for these stories to happen and to happen in a really authentic and highly produced quality way that makes people want to come back and listen again and again and again and to share it with friends. So that's Mm. the biggest roadblock has honestly been all of those things. And then you can talk about imposter syndrome, which I think, you know, a lot of people can relate to. Um, You know, I won't even go all the way down that, but just to say that I have it, I think it gets easier when you keep surprising yourself and doing the thing despite yourself. And sometimes, um, you know, when I talk to friends and they have it, they feel and I'm like, I have that too. But the thing is that I have, again, my tribe around me and people who are just like, no, you can do this. And you're not mediocre. There's a lot of mediocre people here in Portland, but you're not one of them. So, <laughs> you know, so do the thing. Do the mm-hmm. thing. Okay. So here is a portion of the show where I disrupt everything with a random ass question. Uh, <laughs> it's called Britain's Weird Question Time, and there's usually music associated with it, but I'll just make my own. <sighs> when I, I was a professional dancer, contemporary ballet and modern, and I used to, before I would go what on stage, there were a number. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hush. Go. Sorry. I love you, Kay. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that I would always see is that there would be a group of dancers who would smoke weed before they would go on stage. And I mean, they would go on stage and kill it. Listen, if I were to do the same, I'd break every bone in my body. I'd do every, every single step that, in retrograde. I'd be a mess. I'd be hot garbage. I never understood how some people can be super productive as weed connoisseurs. And I will sit there and get paranoid and literally just break myself down to every molecule. It's awful. Silence. Just, just silence. I mean, just nap time, Ken, all over the yeah. place. It's just trash. What kind of weed connoisseur are you? Are you a productive one? Are you a laid back one? Do you, can you break that down of why that might be an issue? Um, what's your sign? Let's, let's dig into that. <laughs> I'm an Aquarius. <laughs> because I don't know any Capricorn that doesn't work 10 times harder than they have to. So that's just mm. that's just kind of it. And also the kind of family that I come from, like, you know, you just have to work. You have to put in the work to get the fruits of your labor. And that's just that. But and you're able to do it high? <laughs> something. That's what he's asking. Child, I'm telling you, I wouldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I'd be like, I'm staying home. How mm-hmm. do y'all do it? Are there anybody out in the audience that that is a productive weed smoker? Like seriously, how do you oh, do it? Can somebody give me anything? 
Like, what is it? I don't care if it's THC, CBD, and or hybrid. I will literally I've fall out. I've tried to tell you. I've tried to tell you. You just have to smoke enough of it until you get I used to your body on I it. Try. And then you're like, oh, okay. This it don't is work what this like is like a few months later. I get paranoid. Later. Life I know. is well, real existential. Like, mm-hmm. Okay? I start crying. Okay? <laughs> I start like... It's bad. I yeah, it's pretty ancestors. bad. I've only seen get, it once like, or twice, but it's body really paralysis. something. Yeah. <laughs> so what's the story? I'm around to you. Said I think you raised your hand, right? What 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 is it? Okay, so as far as being productive and smoking, I just prepare my um, I plan for it. So I know that I'm going to smoke, but I also have an activity for myself, or I know I'm going to clean my house, or I know I'm going to go like run with my dog in the forest, but um. I think it's just about being organized and uh, setting yourself up in a sacred space to, you know, go within and, you know, be prepared because this is a medicine. And, you know, when you are intentional about using it recreationally versus in a sacred manner, then you can, you know, have that intention and then experience that. I love the way you I broke that down. I love how you did that too. I, you know, I didn't see none of those dancers do that before going on stage, but like, <laughs> I, I am so with it. <laughs> I'm not gonna do any weed. I just can't do it, sis. No. I, 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 I tried. It's okay. But, you don't. But shout out to all of y'all. Shout out to all of y'all that can all handle the, it. All I'm not judging. Stoned people. <laughs> um, so you keep mentioning Buffalo. Buffalo. Um, yeah. So you're leaving. Well, I am leaving a week from today, and I know, I know. Y'all hear that? They're they're saying boo. I will be. <laughs> I, know. I don't know if the mics are catching. I'll be back every hood strawberry season, though. So <laughs> priorities. <laughs> so you'll see me catch me at the PSU Farmers like Market that. with my box of berries. Yeah. So I yeah I'm going to Buffalo. I don't know what I'm gonna do when I get there. I'm really excited to be very close to Toronto. Because there's a growing podcast scene there, and that's really exciting to think about being a part of. Slash also, and Drake. Depending on what and Drake. Next to Drake. Yeah, that, that's why I'd be going to. That's Toronto. a double edged sword. But yeah, oh, you're right. Well, I was also going to say though, depending on you know what happens in 2020, I'm just going to tiptoe right on across and just. <laughs> Hang out for a minute. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah but let's Tell go. Justin, have I to. said, hey, what's up? Justin. Oh, also, also still, a little problematic. I was going to say, also still, a double-edged sword, I but we'll take it. look at him be problematic. Okay, okay. <laughs> no problem. True, true, true. true. Right, true, though. Anyway, um, the blackface, uh, we don't need it. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> All right. But, no, I'm excited <laughs> to move somewhere new, and um, I'm going to miss Portland. It's definitely bittersweet. I've grown a lot in this six well i felt five and a half almost six years that i've been here and i guess the most exciting thing about moving to a new place is that you get to reinvent yourself Mm -hmm. and so i don't know what tiara 4.0 maybe now at this point is gonna look like but i'm excited for a new environment even if it's cold um gives Mm. you a lot of time to think when you're cold (laughs) So um, I'm looking forward to whatever comes next. But um, maybe the most important thing to say is that it's exciting to move somewhere where cannabis legislation has not been passed yet. And so to come in somewhere where that's going to be a new thing Mm -hmm. presents a lot of opportunities. And um, I'm not sure that I'm going to continue doing cannabis related things, but obviously that's something I can fall back on if I decide to do something different. Um, yeah. So anyway, that's all I have to say about Buffalo. Um, and with the future of the podcast, well, 
you know, if there's more for high good people, then there will be more. But uh, for now, I'm just going to do what I know I can do. And whatever happens after that will be a blessing. Schwerk. Um, what will you miss most about Oregon? That's what I was going to say. And what is the mark you're hoping to leave here? Or what is something that you want to leave here and, and to remain, to be remembered by? Am I dying? No. <laughs> I mean, it could be a word. No, I, I mean, well, I mean, I mean if I you really want to get into it, I mean. Yes, yes. We can have a philosophy <laughs> debate right now. We're all you know slowly I, mean? like, I know you love the nature of Oregon. Yeah. I've heard you say that so many times. So I was just, I, I just wanted to ask you what you'll miss most about, about Oregon. And if there's anything you want to, like, I'm leave trying behind to with think. the people. <laughs> Amma, you're like a mini, like a cameo person in this podcast episode. Because I think that you might be the only person here besides Adam who's been to the secret Sandy spot with me on the Sandy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so is there nudity over there? <laughs> there oh could be if you want oh, it to okay. be. Yeah. Sounds like it. Um, yeah. There's a particular place on the Sandy river that a friend of mine that, uh, the friend of mine that encouraged me to move to Oregon took me to when I first got here. And that is a place it, I couldn't even tell you how to get there. Like I just, it's kind of like a salmon returning home. Like, you just know where to go. Like, that's the only way I can think to describe it. <laughs> that's a great like, No, it's true, like though. It. It's true, though, right. because there's, like, a mile marker on the side of the road, and mm-hmm. it's, like, mile marker five on this road that I can't even remember what the name of is, but I just know how to get to it, and I mm-hmm. park next to that mile marker. You walk maybe, like, 45 minutes downhill, which only sucks because after you've been at the beach all day, you got to walk 45 minutes plus yeah. back uphill. I don't so know. It's I a lot, about but it's worth know. it. It's worth it. It's, right. like... You know, when you when you sweat like that, it makes you think about your decisions. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I have a lot of sweats like that. Sure, yeah, those are good for you. Um, but that is a place that I will definitely miss because it is. Um, you know, we all have our spots that we return to. There's something special about it. Mm-hmm. You feel restored when you're there. You bring special people there because you want them to share in something that is a part of you. You don't just bring anybody to those spots. Like we mm-hmm. all have places like that. So I'm definitely going to miss the secret Sandy spot. Yeah, there's just places. Actually, you know, it's funny that we say that a lot of the places that are special to me have to do with water. And so I do find it kind of interesting that I'm going to be in a place where there is a lot of water. The Great Lakes, um, Lake Erie is right there. And so I just feel like I'm going to be okay because the thing that helps me feel calm and whole, water is wherever, but I'm going to a place that has a lot of it. And so that's exciting. Um, we're, we're, and before we bring it to a close, one of the things that I, I've heard you already say today and that really inspired me, and I think this is super important, it, it, you know, mentorship can come at any age, at any space. You can learn from anyone. Um, is that important to you and why? Yes, it is. And I will say that um, Joanne Hardesty said something about mentorship that's mm-hmm. always stuck with me, which is that anybody, like just because somebody looks like you doesn't mean they're for you. And so you can find mentors in anyone. And like, yes, sometimes it really is nice to have another um, black woman or a person of color to relate to. But I can think of so many people in my life that they're not that, but they mean so much to me and I've gotten so much from them. And it's just because there's something about their spirit and mine and we just connect and it's just easy and it's organic. And I don't even, you sometimes, you know, I remember like thinking, I should ask people to be my mentor, kind of like going on a date. Like, mm-hmm. can you be my mentor? Yeah. Like, is that a thing? And can like, what does that actually mentor? mean? 
I, I just think that sometimes people are mentoring you and you don't even know it. Right. Like you're so busy yeah. searching for somebody to like put a label on, like mm. this is my mentor. Right. When the person is like, it could be a friend, it could be someone. Sometimes I think the dynamic with mentorship is that it's usually someone older mentoring someone younger. Right. But I've also had the experience where I'm like, I'm definitely mentoring you and you're like a full 20 years older than me right now. But we're going to have this moment because you need it. And I know that even if you don't recognize it. So I think that there's, you know, Mentors are everywhere, and I think that we have to do better to just be conscious of that. Come on now. That was brilliant. Mm -hmm. Um, So another beautiful part of our show that we like to do is the closing. Mm -hmm. And the closing determines uh, the the title of the show. Generally speaking. Yes. yes. So I hope you're ready, because that is what the name of this episode will be. So I hope it's a good one. (laughs) (laughs) No pressure. All right. (laughs) Wow. Um, So... We start with the phrase, and you must finish it. It takes a village to get Britain to finally find some kind of weed that doesn't make him paranoid. Oh my god! I'm gonna that's gonna be a long title of this yeah, episode. That's, okay. that's a really long title. Yeah. The SEO is gonna be rough on that one. We're gonna have to figure it out. Well, um, Tierra, before we bring this to a close, thank you. We want to say thank you so much for for being vulnerable, for being open, for being consistent, for putting this work out, and trusting that uh, we will honor and respect the work that you're doing, and for doing it for yourself. I'm really proud of you, and I'm really happy for you. Thank you. And uh, is there anything you want to uh, say before we have the closing? Like, share, rate, and review this there podcast you wherever right. you get your podcasts, uh, and. Uh, I don't know. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Thank you for being here and support your local independent podcasters. Woo! Thank you. Thank you. It takes a village. Thank y'all. It's been real. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Get People is produced by me, Tiara Darnell. The theme music by Fritz Waugh is called Bountain off the album by the same name. Shout out to the Regional Arts and Culture Council in Portland, Oregon for supporting High Good People with a grant. And to Crystal Ligori, friend of the pod. Don't forget, support what you like to hear. Like, share, follow, rate, and or leave a review for this podcast wherever you're listening from so others can find it more easily. Follow High Good People on Instagram and Twitter. All of your efforts help support the continued development of this independent podcast. Thanks, y'all. Bye, good people.